The views expressed by speakers are their own and may not necessarily represent the views of the IMS. Hello, I'm Dr. Marla Shapiro, and I sit on the Board of Trustees of the International Menopause Society. And today I'm joined by Professor John Stevenson. We're going to be talking about postmenopausal women who are obese and how the two interact in terms of cardiovascular risk. So firstly, let's talk about if I am a postmenopausal woman who is overweight or obese, are there specific health concerns that I have compared to my non-obese women who are postmenopausal? Yes, the main problems are going to be in terms of the risk of cardiovascular disease. And basically, we're talking about coronary heart disease, so heart attacks and strokes, uh, the incidence is going to be higher. And the other main problem is that you're going to be at a much increased risk of developing type 2 diabetes. That's the type of diabetes that comes on later in life. Okay. So, you know, for many of um, us women who are in the postmenopausal period of time, we do gain weight. It's harder to lose weight. And we see that our weight sometimes shifts. Even if we're the same weight, we see that there's more weight that tends to settle around the middle. Does that matter? Yes, it's this central uh, weight gain that is most important because this reflects uh, an increase in fat accumulation around the gut. And that fat accumulation around the gut uh, leads to the metabolic problems that will increase the risk of heart attacks, strokes, and diabetes. And it's due to the way that the, the, the blood drains from that fat into the liver. So sometimes we hear this phrase that our insulin is not working as well with the combination of obesity and menopause. I often hear the phrase insulin resistance. What does that actually mean? Yes, insulin resistance quite simply means that your body's tissues do not respond as effectively as they should do to your own insulin. And this can lead to uh, difficulties in controlling blood sugar levels. Uh, and in some cases, of course, this will lead on to the development of diabetes. So people who are insulin resistant uh, are really, you could almost regard them as a pre-diabetic state. But remember, you can be insulin resistant without being diabetic. You cannot be a type two diabetic without being insulin resistant. Right, it doesn't work both ways. So no. when we talk about management, we always hear the words lifestyle changes. So what are the changes and how do those lifestyle factors to, to, influence to, the risk? Yeah, to stop, to, to try and limit weight gain or even reverse it. The main things are going to be lifestyle are going to be diet and physical activity. So it's important in terms of diet to actually try and control your weight by controlling the amount of energy that you're eating. So in other words, calories are important. People have various sort of ideas of dietary fads and, oh, we'll go on the, the paleolithic diet or we'll go on this diet or the other diet. Probably they all work to some extent, but largely pure, purely because you're actually, with most of them, reducing the amount of food that you actually eat. And it's mm -hmm. a simple equation. The amount of energy you put into the system versus the amount of energy you put out of the system. And if those two are equal, 
you're not going to gain weight or lose weight. The problem is that to alter these things is more difficult. And it's much easier to reduce the intake of energy by a dieting than to increase the, the output of energy by exercise because you can reduce with dieting much more effectively than right. you can by increasing with physical activity. Both are important. So once I'm in menopause, does that become an additional cardiovascular risk factor for me? Does that make it even harder? Yeah, it does because the, the loss of estrogen at the menopause leads to various adverse effects in terms of body's metabolism. It's going to predispose you to insulin resistance, it's going to predispose you to cholesterol abnormalities. It's going to predispose you to increases in blood pressure, in uh, increases in body fat distribution around the middle. So all of these things are made worse when we lose estrogen. So if I'm put on estrogen in the menopause because I've got hot flashes or symptoms that suggest I should go on estrogen, is that going to further increase my cardiovascular risk or is that going to actually help me in some way? No, the great thing about hormone replacement therapy is that it's actually overall going to reduce your risk of things like coronary heart disease. Uh, and that's really been shown very clearly now in a number of studies that if you give the right type of HRT to the right person, that will actually be beneficial in terms of your heart and your arterial health. So then that would answer the question that overweight and obese women can take hormones, but is there a specific type of hormone? Is it important what type of hormone I'm given? It is if you're overweight or obese. And the problem is that giving oral estrogens, for example, will do a lot of beneficial things. Um, for example, it will improve insulin resistance. In other words, it's reducing your risk of getting diabetes. But if you're overweight or obese, you already have an increased risk of getting blood clots and oral estrogens may increase that risk. So it's a bit of a balancing act. You've got to decide on an individual patient. Is it better to actually improve their insulin resistance? And can we do that without increasing the risk of blood clots? Um, there are ways of doing it, but uh, it, you know, you've got to assess every individual uh, and then decide on the best form of treatment. But I think the most important message that I'm hearing you say to women who are overweight and obese and in menopause and suffering with symptoms, that there is symptomatic treatment that they can have, and they shouldn't limit themselves by thinking that it isn't an option. Oh, absolutely. And for people who are particularly obese, for example, we would tend to favor giving them transdermal estrogen, estrogen through skin patches or gels. And these mm -hmm. are going to be much safer uh, in obese patients because they won't increase the risk of blood clots. But you'll still get me beneficial metabolic effects to help reduce the risk of both heart disease and of diabetes. Well, thank you so much for joining us and helping to educate the women who are interested in this topic. And we look forward to seeing you again. Thank you very much.